Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. Saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who download the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses, then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code RTFP. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler. 18 plus 21 plus in certain states to open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Voidware prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus released in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tuned into the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Wisdom Wednesday, presented, of course, by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Most of you know that by now. Now I got a bunch of media gigs. NFL and college games for Westwood One on the radio and for CBS Sports Friday, Black Friday at noon, Iowa at Nebraska. Cannot wait for that rivalry game. Should be awesome flying out to Nebraska a little bit later on today. Check me out on social media, please, at Ross Tucker NFL. You know every week we have a spread the word winner via social media. Love those of you that figure out a creative way or just any, any way to spread the word about our shows. It is much appreciated. And I love sending you one of these really cool, unique press passes that nobody else has that you know of. You've probably never even seen one. Sponsor confirmation email winner. Love the sponsors. Hit them up. Raycon, Babbel, ExpressVPN. Just send me a picture of you drinking Labatt. I don't care. Then email me, Ross at RossTucker.com. YouTube shout out, very cool, because I get to do a video for you guys and send it to you. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. All you have to do is subscribe. It's a great place, by the way, to, to watch the full episodes or even watch the highlight clips of the other shows, like the College Draft, Even Money, Fantasy Feast Podcast, etc. And then if I see you make a comment, I'll, I'll announce you on, as the shout-out winner. You just email me, Ross at RossTucker.com, with whoever you want the shout-out for. I'll give other shout-outs today to Daryl Baza, D-A-R-O-L-D. I'm assuming it's Daryl like Harold. He's our latest patron, Patreon.com slash RT Media. Absolutely racking them up as more and more people are anxious to get the, I think, the even money betting spreadsheet that we post on our private Slack channel for Tuckheads, patreon.com slash RT Media. I got Andrew, Andrew Brandt, for today's big show. A couple of things I wanted to go over with him. It's big show time. The big show. 
You know, it's funny. I've been trying and wanting to talk to this guy ever since I saw that he went over to Germany (laughs) and experienced the NFL over there. You know him. You love him. You follow him. I think most of you do. If you don't, you should be on social media at Andrew Brandt. He's, of course, the host of the critically acclaimed Business of Sports podcast, which I highly encourage everyone to make sure you subscribe to and listen, watch if you if you don't already. Andrew, let's start with that, man. I mean, we, there's some other stuff I want to get into with you, but I really wanted to hear about the experience that you had with the NFL having some games over in Germany. Yeah, always good to be with you, Ross. And that was a great experience. And I actually had my son come over because he's in the music business and he had some work over there as well that he could tap into. I just got a note from Oliver Luck. He's Andrew's father. He was general manager of the Frankfurt Galaxy and at one point president of NFL Europe, where he said, we're going to get everyone together. We're going to get the band together. We were general managers together in 1992. He of the Frankfurt Galaxy, me of the Barcelona Dragons. And we gathered. We had an NFL Europe World League, NFL Europa reunion And, you know, Ross, you know me, what a better excuse to go to Germany than have that and, of course, see the game of the year in the AFC, the Chiefs and the Dolphins. So we did it. And I guess my initial impressions were obviously a much more sophisticated crowd than I experienced in Barcelona 30 years ago. But also just the infiltration, I guess, of the NFL in Germany. It seemed everywhere there seemed to be knowledgeable fans Obviously, it was a Chiefs home game, and that was very clear. It was probably 70% Chiefs games, Chiefs fans in that stadium, and a good understanding. But a couple of things that made you realize you're not in America anymore. They, the, the scoreboard, you know, we're used to these, like at SoFi, we have these length of the field scoreboard video boards. Theirs was like a basketball arena. You know, in the Frankfurt Stadium, it was just this little scoreboard. And the full-throated singing of Country Roads Take Me Home or Don't Stop Believing, it was just, was more impressive to me than the cheering for the touchdowns and everything like that. But I'm glad I did it. I love the experience. NFL is in Europe to stay. I think, just to sum this up, we're going to have a home schedule in Europe, not a home team, but say three games in London, two games in Germany, a game in Spain, maybe a game somewhere else in Europe. I think that's happening. I think every team will play there every other year, not necessarily all Europe. It could be Australia. It could be Brazil. That's where we're going with NFL overseas. You know, I always thought, Andrew, that that was the thing for the 17 games. Right. I always thought it'd be eight home games each and then one neutral site game with the majority of the neutral site games being international and maybe a handful being in St. Louis or San Antonio or insert city where a neutral site makes sense. Yeah. And you know what, as everyone should know with these 17 games, there's one conference playing nine home games a year and the other playing eight home games this year. It's the AFC with nine. So it makes sense. Teams like the Jaguars, the chiefs, the dolphins, etc., went overseas next year. It's the NFC with nine. So it can easily be done. So next year in my plan, it would be the NFC having overseas games. The following year would be the AFC. It makes perfect sense. So I think that's where they're going, as you do. 
So when you say a home schedule, so you're thinking eight or nine international games. I'm saying we won't have a home team over there, but every team will play there every other year, NFC one year, AFC the next year. I just think the interest is there. These games are going to continue to sell out, especially when you have one-offs in, in Munich or maybe Madrid or maybe in Sydney, Australia, or maybe in Sao Paulo or Rio, Brazil. I think they'll continue to sell out. And I think that's more sustainable than trying to put a team in London, say, that plays over and over again because the novelty will wear off. I know there are going to be some fans deeply ingrained over there, but I just think the better way is an international schedule, not an international team. I think that they are hesitant to go somewhere where they don't already know it's going to sell out immediately. Like they know what they have in London. And I think they had a pretty good idea what they had in Germany. Yeah. And I'll be curious to see what the next stop is, but I, I guess I just think that they're going to, they're going to want to make darn sure that it's going to be a sellout and a really big deal before they send a, a game somewhere else. Quick story before we leave this topic, Ross. I'm at a worldly reunion party, as I mentioned. We're at the Frankfurt Marriott, where the Chiefs are staying. And the Chiefs fans are just, you know, waiting to see a glimpse of any player. They're crowding the lobby. So we're in the back in a private room for our event. All of a sudden, they whisk this woman in. Security, they're like throwing her. And she sits down right in front of me. And I'm like, who is this? And then the security clears. It's Donna Kelsey. And... And she she was getting mobbed in the lobby, so they brought her back. And I could tell, you know, she was like, I didn't sign up for this. In America, maybe, but in Germany, geez. She looked exasperated. But a very nice woman, I said, listen, I'm not going to be the guy that asked her about Taylor Swift. I just said, hey, I'm from the Philly area. Your guy is beloved. Uh, Your son is beloved in the area. He's so humble. He's so ingrained in the Philadelphia community. You've done a wonderful job. That was really the extent of my conversation with her. You know, it's really a good point because she has gone from like, I don't know anybody really knew her name. Yeah. Until now she's like famous like that. Like usually it's more gradual than that. For her, it was like a, a, a switch just got flipped. Yeah. And like I said, she just seemed exempt. Now, she had some friends that were traveling with her that kind of helped her through all this stuff. But I think when she got mobbed in the lobby of the Frankfurt, Germany Marriott, I think that got to her. But she was very nice. Uh, and it was nice to sort of have dinner with her in, in our event where she was escaping the mobs. Do you think the NFL messed up, Andrew, by not keeping NFL Europe? I remember them saying that they lost $32 million. Yeah. Which I remember thinking that's a million bucks a team. And that seems like so small for sort of a, a research and development. I mean, it was research, it was development, it was marketing. Like that seemed like a really small expense to be able to try different rules to develop broadcasters, officials, kickers, players, and to be able to market your product internationally. Like I remember never that, that decision never made sense to me. That's so interesting, Ross, because, you just espouse the exact argument that was going around our worldly uh, NFL Europe reunion two weeks ago. Everyone was saying the same thing you just said. I just think they had different goals back then. They didn't really know if this was going to be a developmental league. 
and we could never get quarterbacks. The idea was let's get third string quarterbacks to play over here. And the teams would be like, no, nah, we want to develop him in our offseason program. At that time, offseason program was really like 14 weeks, not six, seven weeks like now. Or make money. But, you know, here in Barcelona, when I was in Barcelona, it's like, well, you know, they didn't really understand the game. But uh, we had a player named Tony Rice from Notre Dame. And the league tells us we should trade him to New York because they know who he is. And in Spain, they didn't know who he was. <laughs> we're like, well, what is this about? Is it about marketing or is it about our football team? Because we don't want to trade Tony Rice just because of marketing. So I think there were a lot of conflicting things back then, but it's obviously much more sophisticated now. And I think a game in Spain will do well. Um, speaking of experiences, uh, Andrew, tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. And it's interesting because the first game is Packers at the Lions with you have a lot of experience yeah. with. The second game is Washington and the Cowboys, and I started in that game 22 years ago, so yeah. I got experience with that one. So um, just your thoughts on on uh, Thanksgiving and, and your memories, because it felt like, feels like the Packers played like every other year almost. I was with the Packers 10 years, Ross. We played three times, uh, and that's a lot. You know, it just feel, felt like a couple times it was – like, we, do, we were just here. Uh, here's a little dirty little secret. Uh, we loved it. We loved it because it's 11.30 Central Time, right? We go Wednesday, the night before Thanksgiving. People say, oh, man, you're, you're, not, you're giving up Thanksgiving. Not at all. We play at 11.30 Central. It was 12.30 in Detroit. We're home. We were home, you know, 5 o'clock maybe? 5.30 latest, uh, and at the Thanksgiving dinner table by 6, with a four-day weekend ahead of us. I loved it. I mean, we loved it. And, of course, we were better than the Lions at that point, which may not be the case this year, but we would usually win those games. I think we won them all. Um, so, dirty little secret. We like the experience. It is different. You're feeling like um, it's really like a – almost like a showcase game. You get that feeling right away. It's kind of that big time feel. Even like I said, playing the Lions who weren't good at those in those years is a real energy around that game. You don't get in standard games. So, you know, I kind of liked it because we're so close in Green Bay and we got back for Thanksgiving dinner with our families right in time for dinner time. All right. So there's a lot of events, a lot of games this weekend. There's only one place to go to see what's in your area. How much does it cost? What kind of seats can you get for what price? It's game time. The only one that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show the total up front. So you know you're getting a great deal. You can buy the tickets in seconds with two taps. Of course, they got the game time guarantee, which is the key in terms of price. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, so again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. 
This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start the Steelers. They fired their offensive coordinator, Matt Canada. Very, very rare for something like this to happen in Pittsburgh. Steelers fans have been calling for this for a while. I think this is actually a smart decision, and I'll tell you why. The Steelers kind of need to figure out what they have in Kenny Pickett. I think the jury's still kind of way out on Kenny Pickett right now in year two. And so I think this at least allows the Steelers on some level to see a different variable as it relates to what they have in Pickett, right? Like, you know, when you talk to people, and I, you know, I live in central Pennsylvania. I know a lot of Steelers fans. Some people still defend him. Some people are, are way out on Kenny Pickett. I think the Steelers organization realizes they're not sure what they have in Kenny Pickett. And as long as Canada was the OC and calling the plays, I think they were never going to really know for sure how much of what was going on was Canada, how much of what was going on was Kenny Pickett. And so they're going to split the duties, but Mike Sullivan is going to be the one calling the plays. And so this gives them you know, a pretty decent sample size to see if Pickett can perform better with someone else calling the plays, someone else designing the plays and the game plan during the week. Chargers defensive end Joey Boza is headed to the IR with a sprained foot. Big loss for the Chargers. A loss they can't afford to have given the season, the way they're having it, the way their defense is played. This is bad. I mean, this is really bad. And it does feel like Joey in particular, both Bosa's, but Joey in particular, really it feels like has a tough time staying healthy. It feels like he gets injured a lot, and that's anecdotal. I don't have anything in front of me to back that up, but it just seems like we're talking about Joey Bosa injuries fairly often. Broncos defensive back Kareem Jackson is suspended four games again, and this time it is upheld. Well, Kareem, if you remember, what was that, a month ago, came on the show after he had been fined a couple of times. It's funny because I see all the YouTube comments coming in, Jack, from those clips we posted from when Kareem was on, talking about you know, some of the fines he'd already accrued. Now, this is his second suspension. Four games, man? I mean, that's, that's like, what was it, 22.5% of his salary for the year? Because it's, you get paid over the 18 weeks? And so this is four of it. That is, 
That is tough. Maybe a little bit more than that, actually. 23%. This is, this is really, really tough for Kareem Jackson. But I think on some level warranted. They don't want you leading with your head. It's really for your own safety as much as anything else. And also, you can deliver big blows without it being with the top or the crown of your head. You can. Other guys have done it. They've shown it. You don't need to lead with your head like a kamikaze. Lead with your shoulder. Lead with your forearms, your chest. Don't lead with the top of your head. It's not good for you or the guy you're striking. A couple of roster moves. Colts release linebacker Shaq Leonard. Browns put safety Ronnie McLeod on the IR. Steelers sign linebacker Blake Martinez off the Panthers practice squad. And Saints put wide receiver Michael Thomas on the IR. Sounds like Michael Thomas will get back at some point and that this is uh, not a season-ending injury, but he's another one that's just had a really, really tough go of it from an injury standpoint. This happens to a lot of players. You know, we, we, we don't think about it because, you know, you only think about and talk about the guys that are on the field during the games, but then guys' careers just kind of fade away because of injuries. Martinez, that was quick to go from being a Pokemon guy to Panthers practice squad to now on the Steelers roster. Rodney McLeod, I think he tore his bicep. That hurts for the Browns. And speaking of injuries, Jack, and the impact that they can have, that's Shaq Leonard for the Colts, who just got released. You know, he had, he was like three-time first-team All-Pro, one-time second-team All-Pro his first four years. He, he was on a Hall of Fame trajectory. And now, of course, since he gets released, everybody's like, we should get him, we should get him. Well, first of all, you don't want to claim him off waivers because he's due to make a lot of money. Secondly, you know, he had two back surgeries. And I don't feel like I was ever the same, Jack, after one back surgery. So I can't imagine what it's like having two. And it's a shame. It's the same conversation we were just having with Michael Thomas. You know, these injuries can ultimately, you know, derail an otherwise stellar Hall of Fame caliber career. It's a big, big part of it listen just like the clock will stop on this podcast in a few minutes whenever the game clock stops that's time to ordering with doordash pizza cravings hit at halftime ordering time dreaming about tacos during a timeout boom they're on your doorstep wait you want burgers chips dips drinks and wings instead even better order on doordash and get everything you want delivered without missing a minute of the game um speaking of food jack what do you got going for thanksgiving tomorrow so we, my dad's family is pretty much scattered across the Philadelphia area. So we'll all eat dinner in our separate conglomerates and then dessert. We all bundle together at somebody. It's a different house each year. This year is my aunt's for dessert and sort of like a Christmas Thanksgiving all in one thing. Okay. So the immediate family. So like your parents, you, your sisters. Yeah. You guys will have Thanksgiving to get dinner together. Yes. And then... Your dad has a bunch of siblings? He has a sister. Oh, okay. And then it's just like aunts and cousins. And it's... and then you guys all get together for dessert. Yes. And like they do like a white Christmas out like type thing. How many people is it? A lot? Probably a lot. I'm trying to do my, probably about around 30-ish. What 
What's the dessert normally? Everything. Everybody brings something. I mean, every single person pretty much brings something. Any possible dessert you can imagine ends up being there. So I know Thanksgiving is a big pie holiday. Can we just be honest with each other right now? Pie is not that good. It's not that good. Like pie is not good unless you have ice cream to go with it. I can maybe eat a little bit of like apple pie. If I have ice cream to go with it, and especially if you can warm up that apple pie, now we're in a totally different stratosphere. Now we're cooking with gas. Now we're actually doing something. But I see all these pies. I love this pie. I love this pie. You know what pie I like? None of them, unless they have ice cream. Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that one, Third, I love pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie is probably my favorite Thanksgiving dessert. I'm I'm disappointed in you on that one. I thought you'd be a big pie guy. No. I don't like cakes either. It needs to be ice cream really? cake. Not a big oh. cake guy. Not a big pie guy. You need the ice cream to go with it. I'll say this too. The best side dish for Thanksgiving? Filling. So it depends on where you live. A lot of people don't even know what filling is, okay? So where I live now in central PA, it's potato filling. It's a Pennsylvania Dutch delicacy. And it's essentially like what you're thinking about in terms of stuffing. Imagine stuffing and mashed potatoes combined. Way better. Way better than just solo mashed potatoes. Way better than just solo stuffing. Potato filling combine them. And then my mom and my mom's side of the family always makes sausage filling, which is kind of like that, but then there's like a sausage flavor. Looks terrible. Looks like a, like a baby's diaper. Absolutely delicious. I would inject that stuff, liquefy it, and inject it into my veins if I could. You see, I'm just basic. I just like mac and cheese. Like, I, I mean, I, like, I don't whoa, dislike... Whoa, 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 whoa. Mac and cheese is not a Thanksgiving dish. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I've had it multiple. I feel like that is. I mean, it's not like the main staple. I mean, obviously there's mashed potatoes and stuffing all that. I don't dislike it, but it's just like I. There's a good mac and cheese. By the way, a couple other things: the cranberry stuff, gross, absolutely gross. Like no one has ever eaten that cranberry stuff any day other than Thanksgiving, which tells you it's gross. The other thing that's gross, what is that like green casserole thing? I'm trying. Like green like bean a, casserole? Like green bean casserole? String bean? Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. Why do we, <laughs> we, let's not kid ourselves. We don't need vegetables on Thanksgiving, okay? It's not the time to be healthy. Anyway, I hope everybody, well, we'll have a show tomorrow morning with Greg Cosell. And yes, we are recording it. Thursday morning, I'll be at a hotel in Lincoln, Nebraska, talking with Greg Cosell at NFL Films, because there's no days off during football season. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out MyFrontPageStory.com. Yeah. It is by far the best gift you can get any loved one for the holiday. If you haven't just checked out what it looks like yet, you're missing out. Get a story written all about how special they are. Myfrontpagestory.com. 
You got backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sportaculture, and pizza boy brewing.